What's up, everybody? You are listening to a very special episode, New Year's edition episode of Suds Buds, the show where good buds talk good suds with the wonderful workers of the beer industry. And making a modification for this episode, maybe even moving forward, wonderful workers of the service industry. Um, today, we want to come to you with a very special episode talking kind of about uh, wellness and um, taking care of your body and your mind while working with people and fresh ingredients and beverages and just, you know, it can be hard sometimes. So we want to kind of offer our insight and experiences on what has helped us get through some of the roughest days and not uh, crying in a walk-in. So maybe uh, my co-host can bless you with a little insight on the topic. Coming uh, to you always in the studio with me is Mr. Nate Uppadel. What's you know, going on, dog? Sorry, that was a little weak. <laughs> it was weak. Let's I'll, try it again. Let's I'll give rewind. You another that. one later. I'll give you. Okay. Know, I don't okay. Spoil it. Surprise I'm, me. I'm practicing wellness on my vocal cords today. Take care of them. <laughs> the drummer needs their 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 vocal cords. That's what everybody says about drummers. Yeah. How you been? Uh, I've been good. Uh, it's been a weird couple of weeks. Busy. Um, you know we're oh we op- got to open the la- or the bar back up. Um, did indeed. Yep outdoors only and then kind of dealing with the the rush of people you know in town trying to go out during the holidays um so that's been a little crazy it has been i can relate um you know i think our our establishment has been doing the best they can to keep people distance and stay safe um you know playing by the rules but also trying to make it as um comfortable and accommodating as possible being that i mean at the end of the day you're you're going to be sitting in like sub 30 degree weather so whatever we can do on our end to make that a little more welcoming i guess for us it's been um a lot of portable heaters out there and i've I've learned a lot about propane these last couple days yes yes um i like to think i mean i haven't been going out to a lot of breweries per se but from the the pictures I've been seeing on social media and um, uh, just out and about. Um, I think we've been doing a pretty good job of taking care of our patio. I don't think it's been neglected. I think it's, um, it's better than most. So I, I think so. I think, I think we got that together pretty well. It is tricky, you know, giving people new rules, things they aren't used to doing mm-hmm. new guidelines to follow. Well, also, we're in the industry of giving them alcohol, which makes rules harder to follow and you less likely to listen. So it's all about, you know, striking that balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, other than that, uh, Nate, did you have a good New Year's? Um, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, I have worked. I, you know, closed the bar one night and I opened it the next morning. Um, so it was, <laughs> you know, I heard the fireworks pop off as I was going to bed. There you go. Yeah. I've uh, felt, you know, pretty like an old man for a little bit. I was like, those damn kids lighting off fireworks while I'm trying to get some sleep. Um, but it was good. It was good. You know, just happy to be done with 2020. Oh, 100%, man. Me too. I think, you know, that being said, still got to remember that COVID is very much still a thing and got to be smart. Just because 2020 came to an end doesn't mean that all these, um, you know, things we've learned over the past year doesn't mean that those don't exist you know the rules have not just been abolished <laughs> because it's a new year so it does kind of feel like it though doesn't it yeah i mean like there's that there's that or uh, yeah 
it feels like it should be. It feels like it should be. And I think a lot of people feel that it is, but I don't know. At the end of the day, just if you are going to go out and you are going to brave the cold in Minnesota and sit out on a patio, you know, just be respectful, you know, be polite, take advantage of the fact that you're able to go out and distance and, and have a beer in public and, uh, you know, wear your mask and just be respectful of those who are serving you. It seems like a no brainer, but you know, we still as industry people are constantly trading stories about, you know, <laughs> the person we had to tell, you know, to leave or, or whatever it may be. Yeah. It's just be smart. Let's avoid these little confrontations. It's a new year. Let's be nice to each other. <laughs> We've all been going through a lot. All right. We have been, we have been, but we can still, you know, be nice and, and spread love to people around us especially industry folk so um but yeah i guess other than that uh any new year's resolutions that you came up with this year no no i kind of avoided those yeah um i thought i did a pretty good job not you know slipping into madness during all the shutdowns sure you know but i thought i'd you know take a little little break from trying out new things i've done a lot of new things this year it's a really lame answer (laughs) okay I mean, I, I just, no judgment. It just is. I know. It, it, like I said, I... I sp- objectively. I sp- subjectively. Um, no, I spent, uh, like I said, I spent New Year's going to bed. I rang in the New Year's by going to bed. It was one of those... Did like, you make it till midnight, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I heard the fireworks. <laughs> Thanks. I suppose you had to have made it till midnight. You were behind the bar. Yeah. You were probably well, still no. driving home. Uh, I got home at 11.45. Oh, look at you, yeah. quick closer guy. Well, that's what they call me. Did you pop any of the little bit of the bubbly when you got home? I did not. Oh, well, lame. <laughs> I, really? got, I had to be back at the bar at, in eight hours. I did not ask that. I asked if you popped any bubbly when you got home. That'd be a response. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I, it sounds like you had an all right New Year's, at least a safe New Year's, and mm-hmm. that's what's important. You're here, healthy old self, hair flowing. That's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> best best face i was gonna say the best face in podcasting but the man with a face made for podcasting Ooh. mr nate up to from a compliment to a, you know, a backhanded compliment guys, real quick there pal new year heel turn <laughs> okay uh yeah let's see what else we got on the docket tonight uh kind of gonna oh. be a little bit of a oh i'm sorry so you're gonna roast me on my new year's evening and resolutions but we're just gonna skim right over you oh you didn't ask <laughs> i figured you're like trying to you know fill dead air here keep you, the show you moving like talking along talking about yourself i figured oh, <laughs> i've been asking you all the questions man i'm curious you just haven't been given any uh, me any juicy dirt to bite into huh? juicy dirt no 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 maybe, maybe i don't want to know about any resolutions you've got fair enough <laughs> you got you got a longbow you know that's that's about i got a longbow yeah i'm shooting shooting arrows with a longbow <laughs> it's a it's basically just a bow that's really long and uh yeah it's it's i wonder how i got its name i don't know i haven't really thought about that but yeah it's it's uh it's pretty fun it's definitely uh it's addicting i mean i've always been someone who's enjoyed uh darts and pool and disc golf and you know things where i gotta make something in a basket or a pocket like and this definitely plays right in with that i had a blast like time just melted <laughs> just being out there just shooting targets so yeah i think i picked up a new hobby that was one thing i crossed off the the new year rezo list 
So pick up. All right. It was pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think I bought my bow New Year's Day, maybe January 2nd. So yeah. Cross that one off pretty quick, but moving along on to the next one. One of them's COVID permitting. I don't know if I'll be able to get it done, but uh, uh, I forgot what my. Eric, if you tell me your resolutions, they won't come true. Ooh, got it. Lips are sealed. Zip. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got. Um, little bit different format today. Yeah, probably worth noting. Uh, kind of gonna have multiple guests coming to us from multiple locations. We're gonna yeah clip that all together in a nice little package, or rather, our wonderful producer of the show. Mr. Salsa Dave will, but uh, yeah, so we're going to have three guests on over the course of uh, this episode, and we're going to be sampling NA beers, because uh, I know a lot of people like to do New Year's resolutions and that dry January, dry January, and I think it just kind of fits in with that theme of wellness, and you know, it's going to take breaks every once in a while, so yeah. uh, especially, you know, you go pretty, you go pretty hard during the, the Christmas into New Year's run yes kind yes. of a blur of, of two weeks of just a lot of a lot of alcohol a lot of food a lot of drink yeah not not quite as much this year just with it being like more distance you know yeah didn't feel like as much excess but it seems like when you're doing like hopping from family gathering to gathering it's like you can't say no it's like you're just trying to take advantage of his of as much food and you know it, it, yeah i don't know you know well and it's i think it's another thing you know one of my favorite holiday drinks is that brandy eggnog i think sure. we talked about that before but absolutely it you know it's one thing if you're at a couple different events and you have a glass here and there if you're making it at your house you know exactly how much eggnog you've made yes. or drank and there's nothing worse than hitting the bottom of the carton of eggnog because mm. you know how bad all that is for you yes it's like yeah it, it doesn't feel good no it does not but yeah. you know you power through pack on a few lbs and move on that's what uh new year's resolutions are for so we lower the bar so we can step right over it (laughs) (laughs) it's one way to look at it yes uh but nate what do you say we move along and invite our very first guest to the show for the evening all right i'll be down so so handsome in that in that computer monitor there he does you know this is uh (laughs) as you all can see we're Looking at our guest right here, wonderful mustache, beanie, yeah, uh, beautiful studio that he's got there. But uh, kind of looks like Mario, but like if he grew up like on on the city streets, it kind of like does. He's a street boy. It kind of does, yeah. yeah. Rough boy running r- the streets. Rough. <laughs> got it. Nailed it. Um. So yeah. Uh. First guest of our panel of mindfulness guests. Producer of our show, Mr. Salsa Dave. Salsa Dave, welcome to the show. Uh, it's a me, Salsa Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Long time, first time. Good to be here. Thanks for calling my bedroom a studio. Uh, we were going to refer to it as the bunker. Yeah, well, it is where all the bunking happens. Uh, it's... A, it's should I talk into my microphone? Yeah, yeah that'd be, be nice. Cool. There like, it coming is. To us, coming to us a little quiet on it. On, on, there on, it on is. I set up your guys's and then I set up mine and moved it. You can fix that in post. I don't know how. Your post. Figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Just 
excited to dive into these NA beers. I'm a I'm a skeptic. For me, I am kinda, too. For me, it's kind of like uh, you know cauliflower pizza, where I'm like, mm, is it really pizza? But I'm it's... hoping uh, this beer came highly recommended, so maybe I'll break that streak. I'm I'm looking at it, and it's a non-alcoholic coffee stout. And that makes me mad right off the bat because I, <laughs> I'm a bit of a cold press head, and I would much rather have a cold press with a splash of oat milk in it right now than a non-alcoholic coffee. Well, hey, but maybe this could be right. your new thing. You don't, we don't know what it tastes. We don't. I'm just saying. First impressions is I'm mad. <laughs> I'm fuming. Well, I think we got a sample before we can be mad. I think that's kind of the rule. So, without further ado, let's crack open the conversation and. I'm kind of curious to talk about you, man. You're coming to us from your your bunker, the Devil Advocate Salsa Day bunker. Are things safe where you're at? Weather okay? Is it is it warm? Like I'm 15 yards away from you. Uh, you know, maybe 20. This we're just across the house. The weather's fine indoors. Okay. Uh, if I have to be a hundred percent honest, but yeah, life is good. You know. It was a beautiful day out. The sun was shining. Got to put on my shades, cruise around, slaying some pies, and uh, and really just kind of mad about this beer that I still haven't tried yet. Yeah, Eric, stop telling our guests how to feel about things. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Hmm. And I'm, you know me, Eric, well, I think. And Nate, you might know me a little bit, but I've never been one to follow the rules. Sure. So I'm still mad about it. <laughs> Party like there's a tomorrow, though. I really like that that tag on this. The, where do you see that? I didn't read that on it. Right, right on the top. Uh, oh, right yeah. on the top rim there. Yeah, really nice, really pretty can. It is, yeah. Do we do we mention what we're drinking right now? I don't think I, I don't think it has been mentioned. It's uh, from Hairless Dog Brewing Company, and uh, they are located in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Not sure on their exact location. Trying to get an address on here, but I'm not seeing anything. But uh, yeah, basically a nice uh, nice can. It's got a you know white dog outline holding. Um, what looks to be like wheat or something like that. Um, but yeah, this is a, a non-alcoholic coffee stout, 0.0% alcohol by volume. And, uh, and the first of our near beers. 0.0 regrets as well, it says on the can. Hey, well, I just got the, I just connected the dots on the name of the, the brewery there. Hairless dog, hair of the dog. Oh, hair yeah. of the dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. That took me a minute. I apologize. It's been a rough New Year's. It's... I think I think 2021 has been pretty rough for everybody already. <laughs> I think we're in for a, a a really exciting year. We're seeing how far down we can go. Right. Well, we uh we kind of invited you to the show today, Sam, because uh you are a service industry man yourself. You have been for the probably the last decade or better part thereof. Um but yeah, currently a, a pie guy, but aside from your uh, service industry work, you also um, about a year ago made the decision to, um, you know, cut alcohol out of your life, cold turkey, and 
you know, you've gotten to a point in your life where you've, um, I guess, figured out your relationship with alcohol and how to um, responsibly enjoy, enjoy and indulge in the beverage when you choose so, you know. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that journey? What kind of sparked that? And just like how you feel a year later? Because I mean, obviously, for yeah. people listening, you can't really see it, but you look totally different than you did if we would have been recording this episode rewind a year ago. Yeah, I, I shaved my beard. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been uh, it's been a cool, fun process. I quit drinking beer a long time ago because there's not a big beer head uh right. so i was drinking a lot of vodka right more of a vodka guy yeah and what like was your, what was your vodka of choice i know you kind of jumped around a little bit but if you could just choose one what was like your go-to oh uh, i i mean i'm basic give me a give me a tito's or a stoli i'm good those are you good know? choices yeah uh yeah yeah, yeah. more of a vodka guy i'm also a more vodka guy you know it's like (laughs) give me give me some more please uh and so i've kind of figured out what led me to quit drinking entirely was i I told a girl she ruined my podcast one night when i was really drunk and uh felt really bad about that the next day and that was kind of like the the 20th time i've done something when i was drunk that i felt bad about uh Maybe maybe that number is way too low, but I, I got tired of feeling bad about how I behaved, and so I quit drinking entirely. And uh, it was it's been really good, and I've kind of decided over the last month and a half that life is too short to to not drink when I want to drink, and so I've I've found a, a happy way to to party when I want to party, you know, and I don't drink alone. I don't drink if I'm sad and I don't drink hard liquor. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Just kind of figuring it out, but just here to have a good time. And so I'm kind of mad. This doesn't have alcohol in it. And I'm kind of mad at myself <laughs> for being mad about that. Right. I was going to say, you've listened to so many beer related episodes and now you, the one time we have you on, there's just no alcohol. I know. Right. Uh, it's all right though. Um, I put some vodka in it, so we're good. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did I answer all of those questions? Yeah, I think so. I think it was more? more of just like a, a long question. But uh, yeah, um, I mean. Hey, the longer the questions, the better, I always say. <laughs> I've heard you say that so many times. I have it tattooed just above my lower uh, calf. <laughs> you got a lot of cool tattoos. Can you tell us about some of your other ones? Sure, 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 sure. I would love to. What part of the body? <laughs> Dude, uh, love me to start off. I mean, let's talk about the work you got going on on like your your right upper arm here. Sure. Well, obviously, you can see the giant Weezer flying W, right? Yep. The flames on it, kind of Van ha- Van Halen rep- reminiscent. Uh, Very metal. On the on the bicep, you see it's the outline of the state of South Dakota, also on fire because it's garbage state. <laughs> other side we got we got new mexico right also on fire well you know but that's just because of global warming something i'm very passionate about uh i want to save the turquoise and the turtles it's important it's important slogan that's my slogan yeah okay that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. 
speaking about saving the turtles, you uh, you recorded a song a while back, or wrote a song a while back about saving some turtles. Uh, you're in a band. Uh, what's your band's name, and when can we expect uh, some new, or I guess some some debuting music from your group? Okay, sure. Uh, yeah. So I'm in a band called Sam and the Tall Boys. Uh, it's me and and three of my buddies, and uh, came up with that name because my name's Sam. They're all taller than me, and we all love crushing tall boys. But we recorded an album this this fall. Uh, we got eight of the ten songs recorded and haven't made it back to the studio since then. So no idea when the record will come out. But uh, but it's full of songs about drinking water and saving turtles and drinking wine and the movie Hot Rod. Just a bunch of stupid, stupid stuff. Uh, Good stupid stuff. Good stupid yeah. stuff. Important yeah. stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we're almost done writing another record of this. This one's a sad album. So we did a comedy album and then we're going to do a really sad album. Little uh, side project, uh, same group, same people. Yeah. Same guy, same dumb idiot writing the songs. Uh, that's me. And I'm, I'm really excited about it. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, and I don't know. It's been very cathartic to, to move away from writing silly shit and, and focusing on real emotions other than haha laugh laugh um but uh like a, like a handful of the songs i talk about my my issues with drinking and my my i don't know life in the service industry a little bit is mentioned in, in a song uh so really it's i mean it's more or less what this podcast is that's yeah. awesome man i'm looking forward to hearing it and uh I guess speaking of cathartic, um, what are some uh, some things, uh, maybe stereotypes, maybe just problems that exist in the service industry as far as like personal wellness goes? And how do you kind of navigate those landmines? How do you maintain uh, a healthy mind and healthy body, um, you know, working in an industry that can sometimes be pretty abusive on you? Sure. Uh, well, I think, I think the big thing for me was like getting my sleep situation figured out. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, I figured out a way to deliver pizzas in a like nine to five setting. So I more or less have an, like an office job type hours. Yeah. Uh, which is super tight. You know, I was closing for years, uh, for the first five years I delivered pizzas, I closed, I opened, uh, but it just screws with your, your sleep schedule. And when you're always tired, like I, I would perpetually run off three and a half to four hours of sleep just because that's what I was used to. Sleep rules. <laughs> like, it's awesome. I've got like, I, I went to bed at like 1130 last night. Ooh. Unreal. Right. Uh, that's, I used to go to bed at 3am, but also like getting high off your own supply. I think, I think that was the worst thing about my wellness as a pizza boy right like you'd work a shift you'd eat pizza on the shift and then you'd be like well i'm going home i don't want to cook it's 3 a.m grab a pizza <laughs> grab a pizza uh and so like i uh, until papa john's brought stuffed crust back i hadn't had papa john's pizza where i work in like i don't know a year like i brought it home for people i brought it to people but i hadn't had like a slice of pizza at work uh because you know just started focusing on my 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 wellness uh well, in the same 
you know, conversation is that you also cut meat out of your <laughs> diet over a year ago now. It's been over a year being full vegetarian, right? Almost two years now, right? No, I'm on like month 10. Um, oh, really? But, it, but if you if you gather all the years I have been a vegetarian, um, yeah, oh, over like six. I think I've been a vegetarian six years in my life. That's awesome, man. Like Off and six on. cumulative years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right, all right. The, like the first stint I was in high school and I made it like 10 months before my mom got sick of it. And then I went to college and started again and then became a nihilist. And was like, nothing matters, so why do chickens matter? I uh, started eating meat. And this is the first time I think I'm doing it, like, right. I'm cooking. I'm, I'm making sure I'm getting protein. Like, before, it was just like, oh, I'll have some cheese pizza. <laughs> it's free. It's one of those, like, as long as there's not meat on it, I am good to eat this. Yeah, right. A lot of green olives. Icky. But pretty much everything else I, I roll with. I'm, I'm big on team no olives. Like they're they're an overrated vegetable topping, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, I would disagree. Put, a, put them in a Greek salad and put it in the garbage. Thank you. Yeah, but leave the strong. leave the feta leave the feta out because I I roll with feta. I can dig I can dig out feta. Feta so new, feta rules. Feta is pretty good. New Greek place just opened by my house. Love it. Greek food is always good. That's what I had for New Year's actually. Always, always smacks. Yep. With all of too. What'd you get? You don't, um, you don't eat red meat, so I feel like Greek food without red meat is its just a chicken thing, right? Well, did some falafel, did a, um, like a, a, a chicken, rice, and vegetable bowl, um, did some baba ganoush and pita bread, some, some like chickpea curry. Yeah, it was, it was. Okay, fine. okay. Um, hey, yeah, you know, I, I miss out on the, the the lamb the euro meat for sure which sucks but uh, it's a choice thing good about one every three restaurants you get a euro at. that's what i hear that's what i hear which is weird because like even the bad ones are still cutting it off of the the rotisserie right well yeah but it is i mean what you're seeing on that rotisserie is literally blended like food processed pork and lamb sure and it's sometimes beef i think and they just get like a big or loaf no, of it i think it's beef and lamb there's not sometimes pork beef and lamb yeah beef and lamb so like I've, I've made it or my my brother made it and i got to be there for it he actually ruined a food processor which was kind of funny jesus but not before he finished the the pulverizing of the meats it's weird seeing meat get blended in two meats getting blended into one meat it's it's unappetizing yeah it's for sure so gross but yeah then they form it all into basically a meatloaf around the stick and then the trick with that, like the rotating thing you always see, is that you want it, because you're going to cut it thin, you want to crisp it. Sure. And so that's why it's basically just a, you know, pizzazz, but with a stick of meat on it. Sure. Yeah. Is that, called a, is that called a spit? Is that the same thing as cooking something on a spit? I thought it was a rotisserie. Yeah, spit. Okay. Spit to me, I guess, I mean, roughly the same idea. Yeah, it is. It's just horizontal yeah. instead of vertical okay well, rotisserie to me has multiple things on it i think you're right yeah and it like rotates but but this isn't a this isn't a cooking product it's not it's right. not it is a podcast it's a wellness and mindfulness podcast and <laughs> what's i was gonna ask what's why didn't you run that by me before we did this <laughs> you're, cha- <laughs> you're, you're changing the like layup of the podcast or just this episode 
just you know we'll see how it's a, we'll it's see a how new it year's episode so we're uh you know people are into getting healthier for the new year yeah keep things okay. peaceful very yeah. very very chill very light yeah yeah very light should we start all, i'll start talking in soft voices Ooh. you should have told me we were keeping it light at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay well yeah this like, is a redo from the top fellas it's not snowing out this i'm in a studio it's tight uh life life's good awesome i'm, gonna, I'm gonna cut all that other stuff out <laughs> <laughs> and he has the power to do so so yeah we'll see what actually comes out of this interview because this is this <laughs> there he's could just, be it could be butchered i don't it's know it's gonna be word salad like he's just gonna cut up each word <laughs> and just piece together what he wanted to say yeah i'm, I'm taking all the good jokes <laughs> gonna cut some dane cook jokes in there too auto-tune it every time nate says rotisserie <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have the power to do all of this. Do I have the drive? That's, yeah. well, That's the question. We'll find out on Thursday. And yeah, I, th- I yeah. And so will everyone listening. <laughs> and and speaking of the piece, people listening, the 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 few, the proud, the loyal, the suds buds fans. <laughs> uh, Sam, do you have any? Uh, tips or tricks for maybe people listening that work in the service industry about things that help you get through a day feeling light and energized at the end of it and ready to go out and tackle the world rather than just, you know, going to a cocoon. I don't know. Um, that's like, that's a tough question because I, I just like going to work, you know? Yeah. Like, like I, I enjoy it. It seems like everybody I work with hates it, but I don't mind, you know? And maybe it's because I'm, I've been doing it for so long, but I think the, the only piece of advice is to, get a job that you like going to mm, and like wise. then you know your your mental state will be will be better and then you know you, that'll lead to better a, a better physical feeling uh but i i don't know like i go for runs i lift weights i i i try to stay fit you know i'm a jock i'm a bad boy <laughs> I'm, I meditate like oh, four, day, four days a week. Nice, uh, nice. So find, find what works for you, you know, and, and if you, if you don't like your job, don't talk to your coworkers about it and quit. That's, that's my biggest piece of advice. I've gotten a lot of people to quit my job because I didn't want to hear them complain about my job. Uh, so hey everybody, start the new year year off in a pandemic and quit your jobs. <laughs> Rent isn't hard enough to afford these days. Uh, bring your lunch to work, you know. If you know that that was a big one for me. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, we deal in a with our bar, or at least when we were in the spring, you know, food trucks. Well, it's real easy. The food's great. And, you know, most of the time we get it for a pretty big discount. So you eat food truck food. And then you might have like half leftovers. So you'd eat that when you got home. And then you'd wake up. You might have an egg. And then you'd eat food truck again. For yeah. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a different food truck every day, right? Yeah, most of the time. So you're getting mad variety. Yeah. That's, I wish we had that. <laughs> yeah, but see, that was kind of the problem is like, why would I want to make my own food and eat the same meal I've already had 
when I can get fresh food truck food. You get spoiled for sure. Yeah. You definitely get spoiled with that brewery, brewery life. A lot of free meals coming your way when you're behind the bar. Yep. But they're all, remember, they all come from a truck, and most of them will weigh you down. And have been fried or breaded. And, yeah. Yep. Tastes delicious, but yeah, you'll, you'll pay the price down the road. Correct. Well, uh, I thought of another thing that's really helped my wellness at work. And yeah, it yeah. Might, might go hand in hand with yours because it's like – you guys drink at work, right? Like you'll you'll have some beers on the clock. Yeah, you know, not too much, but yeah. Well, I quit doing that altogether, and work has gotten way better as a delivery driver. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Oh. I've never I've never drank on the clock. Yes, you have that thank one you, thank down. you. Yeah, this. I, is no, our, I just came. I just came up with it. That's really good. Suds Buds is a twenty-one plus adult podcast where we talk about alcohol. Remember to please drink responsibly. We we talk about other adult topics too. We do. It's true. It's very true. Uh, like NA beers. Uh, in front of us, we have. I lost my can. Uh, hairless, hairless dog. dog. Um, nice. Sam. Before we uh, get you out of here send you on your merry way do you have a review on this beer any thoughts on it the hairless dog uh coffee stout it's fine it's uh so i've i've waited a long time to review a beer on this show i have a bit of a a ranking system right okay if i buy it again it gets a point not buying it again so it's down to a four do i like the taste not really it's down to a three right would I recommend it? No, it's down to a two. So I'm giving it a two five because it's a non-alcoholic beer and I don't know that many, so I might recommend it. Sure. But this feels like, I mean, I guess it says 110 calories, uh, 18 grams of sugar, three grams of protein. It seems like a, a, a waste of space in my body if I'm trying to be healthy to drink a non-alcoholic beer uh specifically such a heavy one so gonna i'm gonna go pass on this and grab a cold press next time i all right i would agree i'm i don't know man i i don't know how you feel about it i don't want to feel like too harsh i guess i'll go first here but i mean i I'm trying to rate this on the same scale that like we've rated all of our other beers. Um, you know, I'm trying to play it fair, but I think, you know, Sam, your critique is, is similar to mine in the sense of like, uh, would I buy it again? No. Um, do I enjoy the taste of it? Not at all. And the smell is even worse for me. I think it smells reminiscent of like soy sauce. Like I kind of like, before I even got my first sip of it, I was just like, this doesn't taste like this doesn't smell like coffee when when you mentioned that that was the exact thing i just smelled soy sauce soy sauce yeah Mm -hmm. i i could maybe get coffee like old coffee grounds like when you open up your like drip coffee maker but like i and i mean no disrespect to these guys because like we saw a a large offering of hairless dog beers at the store today Mm -hmm. i've never had an na stout um so i guess like to me, this doesn't taste like a stout. And that's like the biggest reason why I wouldn't be able to recommend it. You know, I might be able to recommend this beer if it tasted good, but it just wasn't my thing to somebody else. But for someone who's 
I think that's kind of the appeal for NA beers. It's like maybe you're trying to kick the sauce, but you still want the taste. Sure. You still want the buzz or the calories and all that stuff. Um, that's exactly why I started drinking soda water. Totally. Go, it go, felt like a vodka soda, but it wasn't. Yes. And I would recommend go to LaCroix or Cold Press before this because this just – I don't think it's a great NA beer, and I don't think it is a great take on the style of a coffee stout. And we've had a lot of good ones on this show, and this yeah. it's, a, it's a clunker for me. I'm giving it a – I'm giving it a flat one star. Um, and I guess the reason it's not lower I guess, is because, I mean, it's, it is a beer, you know, it was liquid. It had a little bit of head. It was carbonated. I mean, it fits, I guess, what a beer is. It's just not a good one. You know, I, I'm pretty, pretty close on all that stuff. Um, like I said earlier, um, non-alcoholic beer to me is kind of like cauliflower pizza. You know, it's one of those like. Which I love, okay, by the well, way. Um, agree to disagree there. I found, I found a good one. We'll have some in the studio next week. Okay. Ooh. I'll show you. Yeah, because we were just talking about this last week, I think. Yeah, but like any beer to me is kind of like cauliflower pizza where like if you're trying to compare it to the real thing, like it's just it's not going to be there. You know, like it, it's not going to measure up. Um, that being said the flavor on this one i just can't get behind um like you said the smell is there um to me i kind of taste black tea but with coffee mixed into it i can see that like it's kind of got that weird almost bite bitter like earthy maybe a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know man i don't think i'm gonna be able to finish this one yeah i i think i'm done with this one um i mean they like i said hairless they had they had a lot of offerings in the store mm-hmm. and maybe this just isn't, you know, the best one. Um, but I, I know some people that don't drink, they like non-alcoholic beer. They've talked about this brewery, so they must have some good stuff in there. Yeah. Um, I think we just, they just didn't knock it out with this one. Yeah. And um, shout out to Amber Nasby. She gave us a, a number of beers to, or I guess, NA breweries that she kind of recommended. That's kind of been her thing. She used to work uh, in the beer industry as well. Listener of the show, friend of the show. Um, So yeah, she kind of just sent us a bunch of breweries that she recommended and I just kind of picked styles from within them. So, I mean, this is, you know, very much on me, you know, again, not to say it's a bad brewery. I'm just not digging this beer. Yeah. It sounds like she's who I should blame. For getting me stuck with a non-alcoholic beer tonight. Yes, that would on, be <laughs> on your first episode of the pod. Some sometimes you can judge the the book by its cover, right? <laughs> nailed nailed it with this one. So Sam, you said two point five. I said one. Nate, I'd, I'd go maybe probably one point five. One point five. Yeah, I just... that blew my that your guys's are so low. Is it because there's no alcohol in it? <laughs> no, it's just... I mean, this it can, it, it it can't be the worst tasting beer you've had on the show. It is. For yeah. me, is it really? By far. Far and above. Okay. I, I would probably say so. It was when I, when I... You probably saw me make the move. When I tried my first sip out of my glass, mm-hmm. I reached for your can to try. try some of your leftovers to make sure it was the same thing. And it, it was. And, and yeah, it's just... I don't think it's a good beer. Yeah. And I don't think it's a, a good take on the style. And I think this is like the the first beer I've like 
strongly disagreed with, but you know, that's okay. It's not a knock on the the company. It's just, it's not my, not my cup of tea. Cup of black tea. Yeah. Nor, nor is it any of ours. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, you know, style, like they just, we expected a stout and the body's not there. The smell's not there. Flavors aren't really there. Right. Um, yeah, not not great. Could have been better, but we will have some more to try this evening. But I think that wraps it up for our talk with Salsa Dave. Uh, Dave, before we let you go, any New Year's resolutions and anything you'd like to plug? Where can people find you? Sure, yeah. Easy for the resos this year. I'm making moves, leveling up, changing the game, being real broad about it, and just pretty much taking over the world uh you can follow my progress salsa underscore dave on instagram all the other social media bull stuff and uh you know music will be up sometime soon oh and we're doing a live stream on i think january 23rd a little acoustic show yeah 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 we're gonna play some of the new songs and hang out online for a little while see if anybody wants to do that with us very uh, cool and your podcast yeah. you're uh you're oh doing- yeah i have a podcast too <laughs> good lord my other thing uh yeah the deviled advocate is a podcast that i put out weekly i'm about to record this week's episode uh it's just a deep dive into the brain of a, a bit of a beanbag uh i talk about my life and i do bits and uh sometimes i talk about my feelings and sometimes i talk to my parents so it's a cornucopia of absolute garbage, and I love doing it. <laughs> love it. Well, be sure to check out uh, Devil Degbicate Podcast, wherever you find your podcasts. Check out Salsa Dave on social media, and stay tuned for some music coming out from this guy very, very soon. But uh, in the meantime, man, take it easy. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you in, yeah, probably a few minutes here. Yeah, for sure, guys. This All was right. really fun. Thanks for having me. Quick, quick clarification. I feel like me and the rest of the listeners need here. Please. Did you say that you talked to your parents on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season three will uh, kick off with a candid conversation with my mom and dad. Uh, I am sold. All right. Heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> so we get, we get deep. There's some tears and uh, a bunch of laughs. So pretty, pre- a pretty standard episode. If I if I can't if I don't say so myself. The deviled egg advocate. Advocate. It's a mouthful and it is spelled wrong. So good luck finding it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, take it hey, easy. Thank you again. If if can I rate one more thing while I'm here? Let's yeah. do it. Yes. All right. This is my five star rating for uh being on a beer podcast. Hey, well uh-oh. Thank you very much. Oh no no no. Uh, he hasn't Sorry. rated us. Yeah, no, it's He's a rating us now. Oh, oh, Ooh. they've tried <laughs> to hurt It was a five. It was a five until Eric jumped the gun and I saw his ego for a second. I thought it was. This is my five star rating, and then you were going to tell us all the reasons why our podcast deserved five stars. But you this know, is, whatever, this, man. It's it's fine. This has been the best podcast I've guested on in my life. So Aww. thanks for having me. Thanks for being don't, on, Dave. Don't spell my name wrong in the credits. <laughs> What about, well, spell devil advocate wrong, though. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) On purpose. The way it be. All right, right, guys. Drive safe. Yeah, stay chill. (laughs) Always.
What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Suds Buds. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, the last beer we drank was... Well, I'm just going to cut to the chase. It wasn't working for us. It wasn't mm-hmm. not our jam. And that's okay. That's what this is all about. It's about being open to trying new things and supporting businesses local and otherwise far and wide. And yeah, just just trying to be well-rounded and have a little fun with it. It's no hard feelings uh, towards uh, Hairless Dog. I definitely want to try some other uh, other offerings from them but uh the coffee stout no bueno for me yeah that was that was a a no for me dog absolutely well what do you say we crack open our next conversation because we have another wonderful guest sitting across from us uh looking at us through a webcam beautiful backdrop uh patrick bookler welcome to the show dude what's going on well thanks for having me gentlemen it's it's been a, a really fun time seeing you guys getting going with your podcast and the transformation it's been taking through the the last couple seasons so we're in season two now right mm-hmm. season two nice season of nate that's season right that's nate. right <laughs> nice I, yeah. I told you i was gonna get the woo back it's, the you woo. got me you got me i almost missed it i was caught me off like guard a, like, like a rick flair woo or woo, not- or like more more throaty you just got like a little western twang yeah yeah Yeah. like uh you're you're like blazing guns like yosemite sam yeah Yeah. correct yeah that was what i was going for i'm hoping the next time i see you you will have like a cowboy hat or something like (laughs) big orange mustache yeah (laughs) maybe that'll be my thing that'll be cigarettes in your pocket Well, I'll have to move them from where I normally have them, which is rolled up in my black, my short black sleeve. There you go. Just walking absurdly bow-legged, too. <laughs> like, you just got off a horse from, like, a hundred-mile jaunt. Is that... Well, is that... <laughs> we, we know that we could keep going with this Western, you know, <laughs> Western thing, like, for a while. We could. We could. We could. Yeah. I'd be all about it. Yeah. But we've got some other stuff to crack into. So let's do it, Pat. Uh, right. Tell us what we're drinking tonight. Well... Eric texted me earlier this week and said, hey, Pat, we'd like you to be on the show. Uh, we're trying out some N.A. beers. And uh, I've never actually had any non-alcoholic beers in my time. Uh, so I'm actually really excited to try this. Um, me too. This is a Bauhaus Brew Labs. Huge fan of Bauhaus. Lots of nostalgia from that brewery growing up and being in the cities and you know, doing all those brewery tours and things like that and just going around brew hopping like we used to do back in the day. You know, that area is notorious for having a lot of really great breweries. But yeah, we have their nah, N-A-H. I almost want to say like nah, man, like nah, it's not, nah, nah, bro. nah bro, something like that. So yeah, non, non-alcoholic, it's a Hellas. So I'm excited. Hellas's are one of my favorite kind of beers, actually. Um, Love them. They're super tasty. Just a, a light, crisp, clean kind of beer. Yeah, and you know, it's it's really nice to have as like, a, you know, when you're kind of on a nice hot summer day, it's not too heavy. Um, and it has a lot of flavor to it. You know, like I like, a, what is it? Bad Weather's Hellas Lager. Yeah, that's a good, that's one, a good too. one. That one's a Munich Hellas. Um, so, you know, German style Hellas Lager, really light. Lots of flavor, very similar to uh, like an Oktoberfest, you know, a little more, style beer. A little more malty. Yep, more malty. Yep, 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to try this. Shall we? Absolutely. All right. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. So, Pat, as we're taking a few sips of our beer here, we're going to just kind of shoot you a few questions, kind of in the, the, this week's theme of mindfulness. And then uh, before we let you go, we'll kind of come back to this beer and get a review from all of us. Um, yeah, in the meantime, I'm just kind of curious, and I think so are the people listening, what do you do? So what's, uh, you got a couple jobs, you wear many hats. Um, many hats. Tell us who you are. I don't have a cowboy hat like Nate's going to be wearing, but uh, I feel like I'm gonna I'll keep jumping back to that, you know, as we continue throughout the night, just as a sub theme. But you better be I, here next week. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeehaw, fellas. Um, yeah, I do. I do a lot of different things. Um, I guess I'll start with, you know, my main job is working at a public school system. Um, and I've been doing that for the better part of 10 years, also a decade. And I work as a paraprofessional. So I work um, basically as a, a teacher assistant, you know, assisting students with special needs, um, students that are, you know, lower academically that might need help focusing, uh, getting, you know, schoolwork done on time, just writing skills, math skills, just all kinds of fun stuff that they're challenged by that others may not be. And so that's kind of what I do for my main job through the school and then throughout the years I've uh, I love coaching so I've been coaching soccer and I've been coaching track and field um, and recently uh, coaching swimming so doing a lot of fun stuff like that staying engaged with the community in a different way and I like to be active so coaching is just a really nice way to balance out being in the classroom all day and that's what life's all about is being balanced right you got to have you know, you can't be tipping on one side too far or else you'll, you know, you'll get sucked into something maybe that year. It's not healthy. So, yeah. That's kind of what this episode's all about. It really trying is. To, trying to yeah. rebalance a little bit. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That's cool, man. Well, like I said before, so many hats um, that you wear. Um, can you gonna kind of tell us, like, how you, how it came to be? Like, how you got into this field as a paraprofessional and kind of um what to what do you bring to that profession that makes you special and that makes you different from maybe other people in that field well i have to say like i you know i i don't want to toot any horns or anything uh yeah you know i work with a, a very good group of professionals that are dedicated just to making the lives of these students just the best that they can be and to always be um, pushing their boundaries and to be pushing them in the right direction in a positive way. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways, like that's just kind of being in that role, it, you know, I have to do it, you know, I have to show them first before I can teach them or, or give them any advice is, you know, you have to lead through example. And I think that's something that I bring to the table is I, I'm very passionate and I love doing what I do. And I think, and I hope, um, that a lot of the kids see that and then they do, um, whether it's with my coaching or, or with the students that I'm working with, but you know, you form a lot of really good connections, especially when you're getting students to, um, push themselves when they, when they don't necessarily want to, um, you're making an impact, a positive one, just by having a, a fun, you know, chat, you know, before they get into their homework and, you know, you're setting them at ease, you know, you're, you're 
you know, just helping them out the best way that you can to help them feel comfortable, I guess, is the best way I could put it, you know, and I, I, I tend to think I like to do that in a fun and engaging way. So, yeah. I don't know if that, awesome. that got there for you, but yeah. No, that's, that's, that's powerful. You're really, you're helping people out and I'm, I'm sure it, it doesn't go unnoticed. You know, some of these students might not realize, you know, how much, like how valuable this, this extra attention they're getting right now is, but hopefully, hopefully, you know, even if it's just a fraction of those parents take notice or other faculty take notice or something, because you really are making a, an impact in these, you know, adolescents lives that can hopefully you know positively affect their futures yeah and you know you always you're you're always wanting to leave a legacy and you know i think i look to people that i admire you know in my life and i'm sure as as a lot of people do and every you know you guys do um you know i look to like my grandpa or people in my life that have affected me tremendously based off of just being a good person right being a, a person that you can lean on uh they may not do like or, you know, make the most money or, you know, or do the most extravagant things or, or whatever, but they are people that, you know, you can lean on. And I like to think that I'm trying to live out their legacy as well. If that makes sense. So that's awesome. Man. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. So, um, yeah. so, so you talk about kind of, um, you know, dealing with um, students that maybe have, you know, learning disabilities, developmental disabilities, and maybe, you know, they, they sometimes need that, that extra push to help them succeed. Um, kind of running parallel to that same thought, what do you do to push yourself to make sure that, you know, you're maintaining a ho- like a healthy quality of life and, and trying to strive to a, towards a better version of yourself? Yeah, well, like we were talking about earlier, you know, it's about balance, you know, uh, a lot of my job, you know, is stressful and it, it is challenging. You know, there's days where, you know, we go into work and we, you know, are faced with a lot of challenges, you know, students being despondent and, you know, not wanting to do things or, you know, you're just not seeing the results maybe. Um, but those things take time and it's good to have that balance of, you know, doing the things outside of work that you enjoy, obviously, to, you know, kind of give you that bucket filling experience that help you continue on into the next day. Um, and, you know, one of my biggest things is like waking up with gratitude. Like, I'm very grateful to have a job. And I'm very grateful to have a job that I enjoy doing. Um, like we were talking about earlier, just, you know, impacting these kids lives in a good way. And it's just kind of like setting up those those thoughts in your head initially when you wake up each day is just like, it's a tremendous like strength. You know, you can fall back on it and remind yourself when things are getting really, really hard that you're doing it because you value it and you love it. So um, it helps to have a part-time job where, you know, I get to drink beer and have fun as well. You know, it, it balance. I'm not going to like sugarcoat anything. I, I, I enjoy that part of my life as well. And I love the balance that I have, um, kind of forged and created in my life. You know, I have a, ver- a job that I put my heart and soul into, and then I have a job that I really enjoy where I have fun with you guys uh, at, at, at um, Baldman and just have enjoyed m- making those friendships and just creating those bonds is also a really important thing too. So well, we're very, very fortunate and we appreciate it as well. You definitely 
I think you make a lot of people's days just a little bit. Oh, you know, I know how to make no, Nate's this guy right here. You're blushing a little bit. I don't know. You have a knack for for lightening people up. I'll say that. There's some people that, you know, just kind of walk around with a a negative aura, and you're definitely not one of them. You have. I appreciate that. No, I stay positive. Yeah. Yeah. He's the angel of bald man. (laughs) The angel. What did you say to me the other day? He goes, oh, looks like the angel came early or something like that always Uh, have something up your sleeve when i when i appear at the tap room nate i I practice you know i i workshop it to make sure it hits all the right notes yeah yeah just practice on other people before i come and it just they're like what no no i don't say those i don't you're pretty much the only person i say nice things to i was i've been ripping eric for like the last 45 minutes he has oh basically since three o'clock today last like four hours oh, in my defense you're talking a pretty game, big game about mario party turkeys cyberpunk you know we talked about a lot of things today <laughs> it, it felt like eric needed to be brought down a notch and you know that's that's the role i was playing today well, well thanks thanks well, for playing that role stepping up well i appreciate all the the kindness you guys uh appreciate it a lot i really do absolutely man and we appreciate you that's why we uh we asked you to be a part of this episode we kind of wanted to assemble some uh people that have a unique outlook and are really positive but also have some sort of a background in the service industry and we felt that you fit right into that uh yeah group so yeah i mean other than you know working at the tap room like i've i've done retail pretty much since i've been 16 you know and been in and out of jobs where your face you know, and have to communicate with the public, you know, and people, um, and that's challenging, you know, you get to learn really quickly, you know, different personalities and who you can kind of latch onto and who you can have a conversation with or people who are just like, you, you can't, you know, there's no like getting to that, you know, next, next level. And I think, you know, being a server, you know, it's especially important to create those bonds and have that kind of that knack for, communicating and it's good you know it's good to have that you know i think it brings people back to especially you know breweries um where we need that you know those people to come in and and tell their friends and tell their family like hey i just had the greatest bartender or i just had the greatest server let's go back like and our beer is good to boot you know what i mean like it's yeah it's it's fun it's kind of an interesting part too where like I mean, when you're working customer service, you're being friendly with people, you know, you're talking to them, getting to know them a little bit, but it's a very different type of social interaction, like the conversations you have with them versus conversations you have with people that you know. Um, I would say conversations with new people day in, day out is a little taxing because, yeah. you know, you when you're, it's not that we're not being authentic when we talk to these people, it's just, you you know, you're just starting to talk to them. So yeah. like, right. It feels a little less authentic. A lot of the things you say. Yeah. And that can be a little taxing. Cause it's just like, you know, you, I just call it the customer service switch. You just flip yeah. it on and it doesn't matter what's going on. You're just happy. Go lucky. We call it the bookler charm. I mean, <laughs> uh, it, it, gonna, we have a family term it for it. Now. Cause you know, we we're kind of notorious for being, you know, pretty happy go lucky outgoing people. And, you know, it's not like it's not genuine. We are genuine. I'm just saying it's, 
you are right though. You know, you kind of have to do that, flip that switch occasionally where you're not in the mood, but you really have to, you know, and you have to try your best and you have to have your social skills really sharp so that you're not saying that one wrong thing, you know, even though your intentions are good, like you might say that one wrong thing and like, that's it, you know, you lost a customer or they're going to, you know, tell another person, but all about staying positive, right? Mm -hmm. That mindfulness, really that, that well being, you know, in your job and, you know, staying positive. So, yeah. Well, speaking, speaking of positive, what do, you, what do you guys think? This of the, the nah? The nah. I am positive that this is the best NA beer that we've tried so far this evening. I haven't stopped drinking it. I, I think that's, that's got something to say about it. It, um, I'm pulling some lemon from it. I, don't know I was you just going to say that. lemon yeah. is definitely what I get. A very sweet, um, sweet flavor for sure. Yep. It's super easy though. Like yeah. it's, I think this is, it definitely checks that would I recommend box mm -hmm. because I think for someone who is looking to kind of ditch the buzz, but still have that beer flavor. Yeah. I think as far as non-alcoholic beers go, this kind of replicates that that beer lover's beer for yeah. someone who's trying to cut the alcohol. Yeah, I definitely think it's a good starter for people, for sure. Yeah. I will say it, it finishes a little more dry than I would have expected. It um, does. I guess kind of got that, yeah, that dryness on the tongue. Um, but then you just wet it down with another sip. So I guess, you know. Yeah, just keep going. Exactly. I also, I wanted to point out, I'm... I'm using my Bauhaus glass oh, in the Bauhaus that's an glass. awesome glass I love their design they have really great um design at Bauhaus um fantastic design work um, very neon I like that it's so colorful it is their whole tap room is just I get so it, many good memories there it's such a weird tap room to drive into too because like you know it's just big old you'd miss uh, it you'd miss it if you didn't know exactly yeah. and then you drive in there and all of a sudden it's just a wave of like bright neon colors yeah you're like oh shit this is, it feels like driving into a theme park it kind of does yeah. yeah little archway over you yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah cool a little hidden gem. Mm -hmm. it gets very busy during the art crawl obviously um yes that time of year um i remember one of my fondest memories at Bauhaus was my brother's bachelor party and uh it was raining cats and dogs. Like it was the whole entire day. We were soaking wet. Um, we ended up at Bauhaus, but I had brought a uh, Bill Murray cutout, like life-size cutout along. And it was during the art crawl. And so here I am soaking wet. I took my coat off and put it on the Bill Murray cutout and started, you know, walking around with him in front of all these crowds. And like, excuse me, Bill and I have to get through to get to the bar. And like, I would cut through lines, like, just like that. <laughs> it was so fun. That's amazing. Uh, Good times at Bauhaus. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Next best thing to having Bill Murray with you, I guess. Yeah. How cool would that be if you were walking around like downtown St. Paul bar crawling with your Bill Murray cutout and you just happen to run into like Bill Murray in a thunderstorm, <laughs> like with a coat on, like just trying to like get to his parking ramp. Well, no, it's Bill Murray. He's trying to get to his, you know, Uber XL or whatever it is. Sure. I don't know why he's taking Uber XL. Those are just for like six people or more. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. room to stretch I, out. He's okay, got the money I, for it. Yeah, I get that. He lays or like you go to a, you go to like a Saints game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cut out, and then he's you know he's the owner. So yeah, he, he's sitting there. He probably just plops down next to you and just sits next to the cutout Bill Murray and starts giving him like a sassy look, like, ah, what's this guy doing? <laughs> 
that'd be amazing. Well, I tell you what, Pat, we are going to talk uh, a little Bauhaus here in just a second and get some reviews on this beer, but I had Sounds one good. final question for you. I'm um, ready. In that same vein of positivity, what are some of your um, favorite hobbies or things to kind of do on an off day? I know you talked about coaching, so it's, you know, I know you like sports, but aside from that, like, what kind of makes you tick? Because I know you've got a lot of interesting little yeah, side yeah. things. I, I'm, a, I'm a very creative guy. You know, my mind's constantly going. I see something I always like, like to think about, you know, the beauty that could come from it, like an old house or something. But um, I love seeing artwork and, and being creative. Um, you know, I went to art school um, and spent a lot of time doing that. And it's, it's nice to kind of get reinvited to that process every once in a while when you're getting stressed out. Art's a great therapy. It's a great hobby to have. Um, and it just is really fun for me to do. Um, I also like to, you know, dabble in, you know, uh, Magic the Gathering. It's a really fun card game um, that I've spent the better part of, you know, five years playing. And the intricacy of that game really gets me excited, just like the, the workings of just the weaving of moves and playing against other people that you may not have played before and you kind of have to read them and, you know, um, and video games too. I like, I like dabbling video games. Um, I built my own computer recently. Um, been playing a little bit of World of Warcraft again. Um, it's been a game that I've very much enjoyed for the last, you know, since the game came out like 10 years ago. So I like to do a lot of different things. I like to jump in and out of different things and um, yeah. <laughs> a little disc golf here and there. We've done that yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, getting outside is really important too. We get some disc golf going. Um, going for hikes with my girlfriend. Um, getting outside, going for runs. I like running as well. Just a lot of different things to just be active, you know, and stay focused on, you know, what I enjoy doing, and um, you know, keep that bucket filled for when things get tough. You know, you want to be able to fill your downtime with the things that you enjoy doing or else it's just going to get really hard if you're, you know, doing a job maybe where you don't enjoy or, um, you know, family is maybe not good. You know, I, I, I am only me. You know, I can't speak for others' experiences, but, you know, this is a world where we need to be mindful of those things. You need to know what makes you happy and what you value and, you know, just getting out, listening to yourself and doing the things that you love doing is a really good way to do that so truly is man i think you you hit the nail right on the head and it goes back to what you said earlier it's just all about um being well-rounded you'll feel better because of it and you know so will the people around you and you know inevitably it'll attract you know a larger social circle people generally just like to be around people that are interested in things you know i mean if i can attract nate um, I think I can do anything. So I think you already got him. I think you worked Ooh. that bookler charm. He'll get him sink into his chair. I think he just got a little. I just I'm, I melt whenever this boy's around. You know. Well, let me help out before it gets too spicy. I think we got a beer to review. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Little... Um, I think you know we kind of did it for our first guest today. What do you say we give our guest the honors, Pat? Um, you're a listener of the show. You yep. kind of know how we do five star scale. Five star. Well, being as this is my first one, I'm going to rate it kind of high. I'm going like a 4.3. I really like it. If you didn't tell me this was a, an NA beer, I'm I pretty positive I would not know the difference, to be honest. Uh, and that 
goes with, you know, out saying that it's just the, that lemon flavor that you get right away, you know, um, it's still got a little bit of that crispy hoppiness, you know, that you look for in a beer, uh, especially from a Hellas um, with the, um, sorry, the, uh, the flavor profile, the maltiness. Um, yeah, it's good. It's light. It's crisp. Um, as you guys like to say, it's crushable. So I, I, I think it is. I don't know. 4.3 for me. All right. That's, Love to hear it. That's I, yeah. I, crushable. Yeah. I'd, I'd go with that. Um, I'd probably put this at about a three for me. Um, it, I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> I came into this with not the highest hopes, just kind of all of the, NA beer is, is not normally my thing. Nate begrudgingly came along with me to uh, go shop for NA beers today. <laughs> when he arrived at my house and I told him that's what we were doing, he was uh, not super stoked, but we got through it. We got it through it. And um, no, but this is actually a pleasant surprise here. Um, it's got, you know, that, that dry finish, which I'm not terribly crazy about, um, but, but the lemon does kind of save it. Yeah. Um, and it's got a good carbonation level. Honestly, I kind of just see it as like a, a nice soda water with sure. some lemon in it. Um, no, but I do I do enjoy it. Um, I could definitely recommend this to somebody looking for a non-alcoholic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, It makes me interested to like try different ones. You know? I know. That's what I'm it's like, what too. are all of the other ones that are out there? And like, yeah. I'll definitely be buying the amber version of the Na too because I think this is a this is a winner. I'm glad we got a six pack of this because I got a few more to kind of think about. But I think as of right now, it's sitting with me at about a three point eight, and um, I'm putting it there because I do agree that it finishes very dry. Mm -hmm. But I also think a lot of really good Hellas's finish pretty dry. Okay. Um, I think there are other hellas lagers that i would there are absolutely other beers of that style that i would sooner pick before this sure um even if this did have alcohol in it you know just i'm just going as far as flavor um but i'm still scoring it high because i think it tastes like a beer and i think it's a great alternative for like i keep saying someone who just wants to you know ditch the alcohol part Mm -hmm. but still wants to sit down and have a beer at the end of the night. This is definitely one worth looking at. Yeah, I think that's why I went kind of higher is because I think the quality of it really reaches that audience for like expectations of like getting you a beer that, you know, is non-alcoholic, but it tastes very, very much like one. Um, so yeah, for sure. Awesome, man. Well, Patrick Bookler, we appreciate you joining us for this episode of Suds Buds. Um, you shared some awesome stuff with us. I hope people listening are able to just take a little, little niblet, a little, 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 I think I said niblet. I meant, you, you said niblet. I went, I'll go with a the niblet. A little, a little nibble. A little smidge. A little, a little smidge. A little, a little, a little, a little, uh, little a little dollop a little little you know patrick said a lot of cool stuff take something <laughs> that he said and apply it to your life you'll probably be happier because <laughs> this dude's a pretty happy guy well I'll, i appreciate you guys having me and, and honestly you know uh it's been a lot of fun so i appreciate you guys asking me some pretty tough questions actually being vulnerable is not easy especially to people that i don't know but you know i'm willing to do that for people that 
help them out and make them be happy. And I think that's a really big thing to, you know, kind of focus on is just doing it because you want to do it. And you want to make people happy. So oh. I hope people are happy. And I hope you, you know guys I'm are happy. happy. Pat. You know I'm happy. <laughs> We're all happy. And uh, happy new year, happy. you guys. Happy new year. Is this the first podcast in the new year for you guys? First right. one of the new year. We oh figured the NA Beer Showcase would probably be the, the good way to bring in a new year. Very cool. Well, I almost for forgot. Me. I almost forgot. What? Pat, before I let you go. Okay. Two little things. Speed round real quick. New Year's resolutions and where can people find you slash anything you want to plug? Three little things, I guess. <laughs> uh, resolution. I'd like to get out uh, running more. I've been kind of lazy lately. Yep. Uh, you know, winter does that. Um, well, people can find me on Instagram. I, I do have a private account due to working in a public school. So uh, you can try to find me there, uh, Patrick Bookler. Otherwise, you can stream me on Twitch. This is the big plug right here. This is new, you guys. This is new. You guys can watch me a game if you guys want at twitch.tv slash the ninny muggins, as in Bunny the Elf. The Ninny Muggins. Yeah. N-N-Y-M-U-G-G-I-N-S. There you go. And what are you streaming these days? I'm streaming some World of Warcraft. Uh, I joined a a raiding guild recently. It's it's been really fun to kind of jump back into some casually uh, competitive, uh, organized gameplay. Um, Yeah, it's it's been fun. So all about being balanced, right? Enjoying (laughs) the things that you like. So. Correct. That's but yeah, great. that's uh that's my selfish plug, I guess. So <laughs> well, I'm, I'm coming for that. I never thought I'd be doing that today, but uh, <laughs> there we are. <laughs> well, lots of good stuff tonight talking with Patrick Bookler. Patrick, thank you for joining us. We hope you are well and we hope you have a fantastic 2021. Thank you guys. I'm sure I will with you guys around. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we owe you a hot sauce. So. That's right. Did did you Did I win the raffle? You, you won the, the raffle. raffle. Woo! Woo! what is up everybody we are back on suds buds the new year's special episode devoted to uh wellness and mindfulness for all the service industry people and beyond we've been blessed with an awesome panel of guests tonight we uh just got done speaking with our second guest patrick bookler who Man, that was an awesome conversation. Very just... Just a sweet, sweet boy, that man. <laughs> He's my favorite. It was, it was a great chat. I, Yeah, just very pleasant. Very pleasant. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can kind of continue um, rolling with the same momentum as we go into our third conversation here. So... I got to preface this. I'm a little nervous about this one. <laughs> I don't really get nervous on this show. I see him shaking in his, his boots. I'm shaking. There. I don't even know. Shaking have, in his green socks. Shaking in my green socks. Yeah. I'm uh, a little bit scared, guys. It's. I'm, I'm interviewing my girlfriend. Sorry, I'll I'll take the I'll take the lead on this. I'll roast her. It'll be fine. Hey, no, be nice. I don't. We're playing hardball today. I don't want right? to get her intro. I invited her here. It's Aww. we need to be nice. All right. Uh, but yeah, with without any further ado, our third guest on this evening's episode of Suds Buds is my lovely girlfriend, Sam Tollefson. 
Uh, Sam, welcome to the show. Welcome to Suds Buds. Hello. Thank you. How's it yeah. going tonight? Good. Yeah. Had a virtual day at work today, so I didn't have to leave the house. I guess, no, I went to the grocery store. But yeah, just been chilling out. Um, I've never had non-alcoholic beer, so this is going to be interesting. I was going to say this is, I think that's everybody on this, on today's episode. Yeah, I think the first time I like had non-alcoholic beer and this is like, man, this is way back. I was probably like seven or eight years old. And I remember seeing my buddy. No, I had to have been younger than that. Okay, fast forward. Or rewind. I was probably like five years old, six years old. And I remember seeing my buddy, Logan. Shout out, Logan, if you're listening. Um, drinking O'Doul's one time. as like a six-year-old. Six. Okay. Yeah, and just like a badass. And just telling me like, oh, why don't you get you drunk? It's not alcoholic. Just like put it down. And I was just like, damn, dude, that was that was kind of badass. And I remember thinking that. I'm like, man, Logan knows what beer tastes like. And like, I did too, because I was a little jabroni of a kid that would friggin' sneak sips out of my dad's glasses and stuff, but probably not at six. Let's be honest. Uh, so then fast forward to probably about the age of eight. I don't know what happened. My parents have had some sort of a thing at their house, and I'm guessing there was somebody there who didn't drink, because when all was said and done, the dust had settled, there was a uh, a 12 pack of O'Doul's, you know, just some remnants left in the outdoor fridge. And I remember eight year old me, um, me and my mom were going somewhere. We were going to, to town, which living in the country, going to town's like a 20 mile jaunt. So I hopped in my mom's Volvo and just like any other time, grabbed a beverage for the road and we started going down the road. And as we're going, we're like almost there. And my mom looks over at me and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm having no duels. There's no alcohol in it. And I'm like eight <laughs> drinking an O'Doul's in the passenger seat of my mom's Volvo. And let's just say it didn't go over well. Weird. Weird um, how that would happen. I remember we were we went to my aunt's or not actually my aunt, like my mom's best friend it's family yeah. but kind of like one of those you all like, have them yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah my aunt jerry and we went to 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 Jalen's house and i remember she even laid into me too like because it was one of those things where my mom was so upset that she like told one of her friends how upset she was to like lay into me to let me know that like your mother is upset you know because <laughs> it's bad enough to hear you screwed up from your mom it's even worse to hear you screwed up from your aunt oh yeah and that you upset your mom because the aunt lets you get away with whatever you want and so when she's upset, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I guess I learned the hard way that uh, it's not okay for an eight-year-old to drink O'Doul's in the passenger seat of a Volvo. Hey, we've all got to <laughs> learn that lesson someday, kid. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So that was, that was my first experience with NA beers. I don't know how we got to that. Um, but are uh, going on and on, but that's totally cool. It, it I was... have... <laughs> Mine's more embarrassing in a way. Whenever the, like, limit laws changed in minnesota last i think it was like early 2000s so i was a child um and i remember i just kept hearing on the news people saying like no drinking and driving because a lot of campaigns came out after the law got changed you know like commercials and stuff so in my head i didn't realize that meant alcohol uh so one time my mom was drinking like 
a seven up or a Sprite while she was driving. And I was like, mom, no drinking and driving. And my mom is sober. So like that makes even less sense. But my childhood brain was very confused about what that meant. I mean, you know, you were, you were applying what was said, just, you know, didn't read the fine print. Exactly. But that's a beloved family story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I got. (laughs) At the age, my, Honestly, I've never had non-alcoholic beer before tonight. Yeah. Uh, but I did have my first sip of beer at roughly seven. Okay. So. Badass. Uh, you know, I was on the, the pontoon with my grandpa, you know, ripping and roaring. Tried a Budweiser. Um, and it was one of those, like, why do people drink this? Did you just feel, like, red, white, and blue rolling through your veins? We were on, we were on a lake on a pontoon in the middle of South Dakota. Like we were, was the Star Spangled Banner just ringing in your ears? I can still hear it. I thought it was tinnitus for a long time, but it's actually the Star Spangled Banner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, what are we drinking tonight, Sam? We uh, This is our third NA beer of the evening, our final one. We've all got the same thing in front of us. Yeah, the, the St. Paul non-alcoholic beer. It's it's, it's a German Pauli. beer. Oh, it, they don't even call it St. Pauli Grill anymore. It's just St. Pauli. Yeah. They still have a cute looking girl on it, though. Do they make... Um, they don't make alcoholic beers, do they? They do, yeah. Do they? So okay. it used to be St. Pauli Grill. Um, and yeah, German brew. Um, I did see something on this. I don't know if it says on the bottle, but it did say on the um uh packaging the six pack that it adheres to german purity laws and oh yeah right on the back there yep oh yeah there you go in strict accordance with german purity law of 1516 yeah so i don't know i'm excited for this one i selected it because we're talking to a a young lady who's uh chatting with us in saint paul this evening and yeah i like regular saint Pauli, so i figured Let's do it up with the NA version. Can't be too much worse. It's <laughs> a weird bar to set, but all right. I'm about it. Let's, all right. Let's pop open the conversation. That's right. It's a satisfying pop on these bottles. Oh, yours is already open, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I jumped the gun. I popped the cap. <laughs> little glug, glug, glug here. Glug. It smells like not beer. Mm, that's not a good sign right away i don't know like it's it's almost there though i got a little i got i can't don't know if you can see i got some foam in my nose (laughs) (laughs) like it it's almost like it's one of those beers like a like a light macro beer but it's just got a like a little extra sweetness to it Mm -hmm. almost a heineken or like a rolling rock but with just a little sweetness left on it I never drink soda, so I just took a sip, and I'm like, this tastes closer to soda than beer. I could get that. I think uh, I'm pulling a lot of wheat from that. Like a pretty heavy, weedy kind of back note. I can already say right away, like, even though I did really like the Na, mm-hmm. which... Sam, that was the last beer we drank. Was uh, the I figured, Nah from Bar House? Just um, the, the Nah, Bar House Nah, nah. nah. Yeah, the Nah, bro. That's what um, I was struggling at. 
they all have like a similar off flavor that I can identify in all of them. And this is coming from someone who's not a brewer. I'm not a, a beer connoisseur. I just enjoy a good beer. They all have like this weird off flavor. And I know we started with a dark beer, but even with this one, the only thing I can liken it to is like soy sauce. Like that saltiness. What? Yeah, just like a weird salty, but I mean, I don't know. It's like a, a weird just off tang. And I was getting it with that coffee one too. And I don't know, man. It's um I guess I'm a little bummed on this one because I mean if we're just going on looks here, which we're not, mm-hmm. this is uh it's got some good color. It's you know, good head on it. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Sam? Like I guess you're you're drinking out of the bottle, but it, it looks like a beer. Um It does, yes. I don't know. What what are you tasting with this one? I told you my first few sips it was like soda sort of. Um as I continue taking sips, let's see. I like that up front as I told you. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know, yeah, just sweet ish. I don't know. I don't have yeah. anything too profound or specific to say. Yeah. No, that it is that's kind of the big thing I'm getting out of it. It's just uh, a weird kind of sweetness that I'm pulling. Mm-hmm. Um which I don't mind actually. Um this one also seems to finish a little dry, which I don't know if that's part of the NA beer thing or if that's just these two last beers here. Yeah. Well, actually, even the first one did have a little dry finish. I just didn't drink that much of it. This is definitely the sweetest beer that we've had tonight. Yeah. Um, but we'll get back to the beer. I don't think this one's going to blow us away. You know, as we do, we'll, we'll give it a review because it deserves one at the end. But we've got some more important matter to get to. The reason we have our guest here tonight, uh, Sam, tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, You recently just started a new job here in Mm -hmm. the Twin Cities. Yes, I did. Well, do you want me to talk about my previous job and how I know you both and met you? Um. You know, you've been you've been referenced on the show. You're not a stranger to the program. But know, yes, why don't you tell us a little bit about your your background in yes, your uh your I have experience with beer in the beer industry. Yeah. So I was a former coworker of you two, and that's how I met Eric. Oh yes. Aww. Yeah. It took a while for us to <laughs> go on a date or anything like that though um i still to this day believe that i had a strong hand in that and that's the hill i'm prepared to die on no i don't know about that nate (laughs) we're both just scaredy cats is the honest truth well yeah i don't know about me i'm got there eventually oh you're not a scaredy cat i ain't i'm scared thank you sam you're scared of this this interview but Uh, i'm a scaredy cat no doubt but anyway yeah so i was at bald man for about a year and a half um just out of college uh i always wanted to work as a bartender in some capacity so once i started applying to you know jobs relevant to my degree and i wasn't getting any of them i was like oh now is probably a good time to apply to breweries and bars and stuff like that so i can learn how to work behind a bar and Baldman hired me about two months out of, from that. Um, and it was just a good foundation um, to, you know, save some money, to get some good experience in um, before I start inching towards things I want to do as a full-time career. So 
as you mentioned, Eric, yeah, I have a new job now at Planned Parenthood in the Twin Cities in the Health Services Department. I've always been passionate about sex education and just reproductive health and rights and access. So I am super pumped. I've always wanted to work for Planned Parenthood and yeah, I am excited. That's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. (laughs) It was a great happy dance. (laughs) Everyone listening is, is missing out, but uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun to see you really um, pursue that dream and kind of follow your passion. And I mean, yeah, it really wasn't that long ago that you were, you know, working for free, doing a lot of interning, spreading yourself pretty thin, but doing what you wanted to do, but doing it for no income and constantly just hearing from people like, just, just be patient. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then it finally did. And, you know, basically, you know, just that, that one night you go from interning and, you know, next thing you know, you're a campaign manager and now you're here. So um, well, that's a whole other side of things. My new job now isn't even relevant to what I had been doing. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's, you know, same, you know, goals towards creating a better world for us, but just different yes. things. Um, yeah, but it's been it's been a journey, but it's been it's been good, and I think it's going to be a great year. Fingers crossed. Even though we're still dealing with a lot of bullshit, but. Sorry, do you not swear on the show? I swear a lot. <laughs> we no, swear all the time. Yeah, we don't okay, censor cool. anybody. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been good. Um, I'm curious, what does what does mindfulness mean to you? Um, in in your line of work, and and how is it important to you? Um, first and foremost, I have to be mindful of how I treat others, um, everybody I work with on a day-to-day basis and just going through life, um, want to be there for people in any capacity, whether that's doing things for your coworkers, your friends, your family, or just being an ear, um, especially these days, because it's not like we can see people in person much right now. Um, but just being mindful of all of that, um, but being mindful of yourself first and foremost too, um, tapping into your emotions and thoughts and being like, Hey, it's, it's cool if I need to slow down and I need time for myself. I'm a very introverted person, but if you throw me into a situation where I have to be social, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll thrive. But like, I'd much rather be chilling out. Sure. <laughs> Cause I do have really, really bad social anxiety. Um, so this past year in quarantine has definitely made me more mindful of like what I need to maybe work on. And now I'm like, for the first time in my life, actually being like, oh my God, I actually want to go out and see people because we've been away from each other for so long. So yeah, no, that was was a lot of random things, but it's all encompassed in mindfulness. Oh, that's awesome. It's honestly weird. Like I was kind of the same way, like, you know, working in a bar, wanting to go out after like getting done with work where I just spent eight hours in a bar. It's like, ah, you know, I just did that. I'm not going to do it again. But now, yeah, mm-hmm. I do it in a heartbeat. Right. I, yeah. And we're close. I feel like we're close. We're getting there. Kind of. We're getting there. It's, there is a light at a tunnel. Yes. It's, it's New Year, same old shit. And I think that is more true now than ever. So, <laughs> But, you know, doesn't mean it has to be the same old you. You know, those bad habits that you may have picked up due to... COVID in 2020 doesn't mean that it's you know 
it's never too late to to shed bad habits and i think that's something that you know that's that's true whether we have a pandemic on our hands or whether the earth is on fire you can always be a better version of yourself and and strive for improvement and i think that's you know it's kind of what pat talked about in the last segment was just you know being a well-rounded person and i think um yeah you'll just be better because of it so um and that's also very true for you too sam just you know your work in um you know you've done environmental stuff you've done um you've done service industry gigs you've done um you know worked for for in local politics you've done now what you're doing working in health services i mean it's it's um these these trials and tribulations and i guess what i'm trying to say is like all these these things we navigate on a day-to-day basis when we say that we're you know really busy or bogged down Mm -hmm. as long as you get through it you know you give it your best i think it makes you a better person um i don't think that's anything original that's just um it's it's true like some people mm-hmm. need to hear it a million t- times for it to to resonate, but well, and this year's kind of been the year of pivots, you know. Yes, and that seems especially true for you, Sam. Seeing as every time I talk to you, you just have a, a different career path, basically. <laughs> Making it work. Making it work. It's good. It's each one did a lot more of... impressive than the last. Yeah. Once COVID hit, I did a lot of part-time stuff in 2020, but I made it work. I was always like, "Oh, it's gonna work out. It's gonna work out." And it does, so. That unbridled optimism. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> when I'm alone sitting in my apartment, it's not always optimistic when it's a day of doing nothing, mm. which there were a lot of, you know? Oh um, but, you know, you got to remind yourself even on those rougher days, that's especially part of mindfulness that, like, it's okay and it'll be okay. And I have, like, the best family in the world that still doesn't live too far away that, I can count on, you know, if anything ever happened, I have Eric to count on. So, you know, it's all good. Aww. Blushing over here. Aww, get out. <laughs> Very sweet. You too. Very sweet. Well, thank you. I, yeah, I guess. I think that's the first time you got a shout out on a podcast. I think so too. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> don't get a lot of them, nor do I deserve them. I'm just kind of here to. No, oh, you deserve them. Look at him being all bashful i like i like to think i mailman it over here which is like term for driving from the passenger side that's kind of what i do on this podcast so i'm i'm in the driver's seat yeah You're nate, in the driver's seat yeah like nate likes to think he's driving he just sits in the driver's seat and just kind of you know as soon as like the car gets started and we put the thing in drive he just kind of you know yeah. <laughs> lets me steer from the passenger seat exactly Actually, I like to think of myself. Mail it. I like to. I like to think of it more as like motorcycle. I'm in a sidecar. You know, oh, you're in a I've s- always wanted to ride in a sidecar, and that's just how I'm going to be. There's a 21 rev- resolute. You're going to be Robin next week in Ooh. studio. I dress up as Batman. You dress up as Robin, but you also wear a cowboy hat. I do have to wear. It. Patrick assumes that I'm going to be wearing a cowboy hat from here on out. That might be uh... <laughs> context. Context would have been important. Well, yeah, that, I was but... going to say, is there any context to that? Uh, not really. No, no. It uh, was. Yeah. And he thought that sounded oh, western, okay, gotcha. so like a Yosemite Sam kind of thing. Yes, mm-hmm. it's basically Yosemite Sam. I see. But uh, yeah. Um, Sam, any New Year's resolutions this year? 
I think I said this to you the other night, but I never really make New Year's resolutions, but I always have like stuff in my planner. I'm a planner person in the very back of it past the actual dates that have like a little note section where I always write down like things when I think of it that I want to accomplish. And I haven't written anything yet because the year just started, but um, well, actually that's not completely true. I've always wanted to work for Planned Parenthood and I could check that off now. Um, there you go. This past year, I always wanted to manage a political campaign. I didn't think I was going to this early, you know, um, early on, I thought I would need a little more experience as a volunteer or staff member on a campaign or something, but I did that in 2020. Uh, this one's like an old one from like 2019, but it's like living by yourself um, and, you know, being more self-sufficient. So it's things like that that are more broad that aren't within a timeline necessarily. But once I put it on my list, I want it to happen in some sort of way. And it usually happens much sooner than I expect. Yeah. You willed it into existence. Exactly. That's yeah. so important. You got to <laughs> speak things into the universe. Yes. Commit, commit to that, that goal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, before we get you out of here, we got a beer to review and I noticed there can't see your beer on the webcam now, but when you put it down, it looked like there was still quite a bit left. You know me, I like to sip and savor. <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true. But is the slow sipping this an indication of you enjoying it or disliking it? I have no problem with it. Really? Okay. You know? And if I'm talking, I'm not drinking at the same time. So it's that's tough. also a part of it. It's tough to do. Yeah, I get some, Yeah, no, uh, I have no problem with it. Get some Suds Buds branded like the beer caps. You know, with the, the beer holders on the side and it's got a straw. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> it'd be really cool. Yeah. Suds Bud branded merch coming at you 2021. There you go. Well, <laughs> I got a foam finger. You spoke it into the universe. I did. Sam, <laughs> put it into your planner. Okay. Thank you. And and I'll put it in an arm bar, and then it'll happen. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else I do. <laughs> All right. So, Sam, what what are you thinking? You you're familiar with the five star scale here? Okay, it's five. Okay, I didn't remember for sure. Yeah, five. And it's like you've never listened. Are Decimals I, I are okay. an episode earlier uh, today <laughs> when I was eating dinner. Homework. Yeah. <laughs> like it. I like it. Uh, out of five, I'm going to say... And we're not given extra points because it's not alcoholic. Oh, okay. No, no extra points here. Okay. I wasn't going to give any extra points because it's not alcoholic. All right. A solid three. Okay. Point oh, yeah. It's a clean three. Um, yeah, so pretty standard middle of the road kind of beer. Um, I don't know. I'd I'd probably put it around there too. Um, the sweetness is kind of throwing me for a loop. Like it just finishes sweeter than I think every single time. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go like two seven with it. Two seven, okay. Yeah. Um, I think this. Well. Yeah, this this is about on par with the na for me. Um, some things I like, some things I don't like, um, but this does kind of remind me of you know drinking a a nice cheap beer in college. When well, like one that one, sat course. out in the sun. Yeah, a and little then bit. you refrigerated it again. Yeah, or like if I was drinking out like outside playing some games or whatever, 
and I grabbed a beer out of a bucket. Yeah. You know, kind of like that. I feel that. More like a nostalgic flavor that I can't quite quantify. But I don't yeah. know. This is a tough one for me. It doesn't taste like the regular St. Pauli. Okay. It just doesn't. Um, I know I keep saying weird flavors. I kind of wish I could pick out flavors in regular beer as well as I can any of you. Because now I'm tasting like corn tortilla almost. What? Like, yeah, just like starchy, like grainy. Um, still got a tinge of that sweetness. Still got that underlying like soy sauce flavor that all of these friggin' beers have had to me for some reason. I don't know. I'm sorry. I it's was just not- pushing it in my mouth right now just to see if I could get any of those those flavors to come out on my taste buds and i'm not i'm not tasting it but all right you're not getting the soy sauce i'm not mm. i've been picking up on that the corn tortilla thing threw me for a loop though mm-hmm. i'm i'm not gonna be finishing this one um it's not well it's not as bad as the first one we tried yep um it's also not as good as the nods just kind of somewhere in the middle i'm probably gonna put it so I give the first one a one. Ah, oh, man, 1.8. Yeah, I don't like to pour out beer, but I will not be finishing this. And Sure. It's not my jam. I was hoping for it to be better. I'm like, oh, an NA take on a beer that I already like? Cool. Can't go wrong with that. And I thought this would be the one that would be like, like. Really seal it in for you. It would be okay, no matter what, you know? And it mm. just, it wasn't for me. Um yeah, I can see how you get like vibes of like a college party beer. I can see that it's got some of those flavors of like a super light import, but I don't know, man. It's just uh, not my jam. I mean, it doesn't have to be your jam. I, I don't know. Is it my favorite thing? No, but I could, I could probably recommend this to somebody if they were looking for an NA beer. Yeah. Um, again, not to bring it back to it for a third time, but. Uh, so the the cauliflower pizza crust thing, you know, if you're if you're trying to compare it to regular pizza, you're just gonna be disappointed. It's so bad. Cauliflower pizza? Yeah, crust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into it. Like if I it's only the, tried it once. If so it's I've, the only thing, sure. But salsa Dave's got I one that we're gonna try it. next week. So we'll see. I I've honestly never had one before. It was just a little frozen pizza, though, so I'm sure if, like, a chef at a restaurant created one, I would like it, but the one I tried, nah. Nah. Those are those are my thoughts. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, it's one of those... I, I didn't want to get my hopes too high for these beers tonight. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by nah. Uh, this one's about where I expected it to be. And the first one just really missed the mark. Yeah, well, I there you have it. I, th- I think that's about it. Um, Sam, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a blast chatting with you. Super happy for you and your new gig. Um, before we let you go, just a couple quick little questions. Um, where can people find you? Is there anything you want to plug? And is oatmeal a soup? Okay, let's start from the last one then. I don't think oatmeal is a soup. Okay. Um, um, whatever. And yeah, I'm just living life, doing my thing, starting my new job. Um, 
I only have one social media. I'm not a fan of social media, but I do have an Instagram. It's just at Sam Tollefson, T-O-L-L-E-F-S-O-N. I'm the only one as far as I know, because I didn't have to add a one or a three or whatever to the end of my handle. No yeah. digits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, this is awesome. You should have me back on when it's real beer. That'd be fun. Yay. Hey, cool. Yeah. We'll have you on for some sort of a fun themed episode. Maybe, That'd be cool. Maybe the best of the best of the buds. There you go. Oh, cute. Yeah, we can do like a fun yeah. clip show of just bring back everybody that we yeah, bring back some people for like fifteen minute segments. Just a giant zoom call and we can have it look like a big old Brady bunch thing on our <laughs> TV and we can just kind of point to each people and summon them. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> we'll do it like I said, we'll do it uh do it late night talk show style. Where we'll have like three people on at a time, but one person's turn to talk. Is Patrick going to be our Andy Richter? Yeah, we already discussed that. Of course Patrick's Andy Richter. So he's going to sit on the couch next to you and interject funny, you know, Make- dr- dry alcoholic witticism. <laughs> I that's Patrick is not an alcoholic. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Andy Richter was at some point. But I'm sorry. I don't want it to come across that way. He's a Patrick Bookler is a, is a saint of a human. and Correct. Yeah, that's... That's about it. All of our guests tonight are saints of human beings. That's why we had them on. Nothing but the best for the Suds Buds. Aww. Aww. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a wrap. Love you, Sam. Love you, too. Thanks for having me on. Bye, Samantha. Pasta Bye. Alfredo. <laughs>
never go home.